Welcome to the City Rev Life Podcast. My name is Justin. I'm sitting here with Pastor Roby. How are you doing today, Pastor Roby? Oh, I'm great. How are you, Pastor Justin? I'm doing great. Excited for this conversation. We're kicking off a new series yes. today. Yes. And uh, we're having a series of conversations that I really just want to set up by maybe just kicking it over to you as mm-hmm. far as maybe introduce the content we're going to explore and answer the question, why? Why are we talking about this? Yep. So um, we actually talked on in our Sunday services this past week on um, where we're at as basically a culture, society, and where we will be in the coming year. So yes. uh, at, as a, at the time of this recording, we are about a year away from being in full swing in preparation for a major election that will take place in November 2024. And so just kind of projecting out what do we as Christians need to be prepared for as we are entering into an election cycle. Yeah. And so um, we spent some time talking a little bit about that on the message. We'll link that in this uh, in the podcast uh, notes mm-hmm. that you can check out as kind of an introduction, but wanted to take a deeper dive into this series. Yeah. So the main idea of this series is how to walk through an election cycle with your soul intact. So we're not talking about the political issues, political candidates. Yeah. This is not just another podcast or another place for political commentary. This is more about yeah. shepherding your soul thinking through um, how how does our relationship with the Lord look through a cycle like this yeah um, and some of those kinds of subject matters you know because it affects relationships it right. affects um, spiritual health mental health emotional health all of those things can be affected in a political season so we're going to be talking about that how to stay yeah. healthy with our souls yeah and implicit in the way that you titled that is the idea that a political season can be detrimental to your soul. If you aren't watchful, if you aren't careful, um, it has the potential to do that. And so maybe just to start us off, why is it? Why is politics, why can it be something that uh, as Christians, we need to be mindful of, watchful over, look carefully how we walk, mm-hmm. as it says in Ephesians 5, when it comes to this particular area? Yeah, that's a great question. This is what really prompted us to do this series is the... Um, thinking through the last election, there were many that came forward in our church family, mature seasoned believers that were asking their spiritual leaders, their small group leaders, their ministry leaders, or pastors and ministers are just saying, hey, uh, man, this election has divided my family or a lifelong friendships I don't speak to anymore. Or, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I watch so much of the news and, and hear so much politics. Like I'm just filled with anxiety and fear and just people just, just surfacing. Like I'm not in a good place. And so uh, we want to be ready for that. So to answer your question, why that's really what this first introductory episode is about is that politics, I don't think we think about it like this, but politics makes for a really good idol mm. and it can become uh, it can sneak up. And that's really how idolatry works. Uh, you know, there's many well-meaning Christians. And I would say in, in every Christian's life, we love Jesus, worship Jesus. You know, God is our God, but idols sneak up on you. Yeah. And things were so made uh, to worship. You were even sharing this uh, earlier um, before we started the episode. Uh, we're so made to worship. Mm-hmm. that um, things sneak up on us right. and they can all of a sudden, without realizing it, real um, 
Jesus-loving, God-fearing people, all of a sudden, other things, and it can be, uh, it's not just politics, it can be success, it can be anything, Mm -hmm. can share the throne with Jesus. And when those idols sneak up on us, uh, man, that's when things, all of a sudden, we're not feeling those things that we're expecting to come with following Jesus, that that purpose, that peace, that love, that joy, those fruit of the Spirit— those kinds of things, uh, all of a sudden we just, we can feel that it's affecting our spiritual health. Yeah. And maybe can you give a little bit of a definition, some basic words? What is an idol? What's idolatry? What does that mean? Sure. Well, one, one definition for an idol is any good thing that becomes an ultimate thing. So anything that we are putting in the place of God. So for example, um, someone's children can be an idol. Mm-hmm. Um, someone's and children are a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Mm-hmm. They uh, we're supposed to love them, pour love on them. But children can, if they become my sole purpose, if they become the centerpiece of my life, if they become uh, my my identity, my self worth, then that's taking a beautiful, wonderful, good thing, one of some of the best things of life, and making that an ultimate thing. Career is a common yeah. idol. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be my my driving centerpiece of my life. It can be the my identity, my self-worth, yeah. the reason I get up in the morning. Wealth, money is a is one of the most common idols that every Christian has to watch yeah. for. Ministry can become an idol. Yeah. All kinds of things can become an idol. It's right. any good thing that becomes an, an ultimate thing. Right. And with and you even have this religious like you sacrifice for the idol. Sure. You get you donate your time for the idol. You, yes. you give everything, you know. Uh, other things are put first. It becomes your first love. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so w- when it comes to politics as an idol, what you s- you mentioned the statement that politics makes for a really good idol. Mm-hmm. We don't mean that idols are good, but w- <laughs> right. what makes po- politics such a potent idol? Yes, I think there are certain things that are just, they really masquerade well mm. as a false god. Yeah. And anything can, but there are some things that do just really, they're just notorious idols. Mm-hmm. Let me give another example first before po- politics, because I yeah. think it will help, because I'm not trying to pick on this particular idol, but money is one of those. And, and Jesus nails that. He says, you know, you can't serve both God and money. He's saying that because money masquerades like a God, because listen, money can provide security. Mm-hmm. If I have, if I, if I feel like if I have enough money, I'll be safe. Right. But that's not true. Money is not that strong. Money can immediately go away without, uh, without us causing yeah. that to happen. Money can give me self-worth. I can buy things that can make me feel worthy. Money, money can bring pleasure. Money can bring purpose. There are so many things that yeah. really only God can do that money does. So money is such a common idol. Politics is another one of those that mm-hmm. is really masquerades as an idol, and we have to be really, really careful about it. Let me give you some examples. Uh, five, and there's probably more, but here's some things to look at. Mm. Politics can, uh, with, a, with a particular candidate or a particular philosophy, politics can masquerade as a provider. Mm. So someone can think if a particular candidate wins or a particular party or a particular philosophy, if that wins, it guarantees greater provision for me. Yeah. And so, and that that's on both sides and all parts of the mm. political spectrum. So, um, and, and there's some, you know, in the same way with, there's some truth to the, with money, there's wise, there's wise practices of money that, 
um, that can provide saving for a rainy day. But my ultimate expectation of provision is not for money, it's from God. Right. In the same way, there is wisdom in, in, in politics that can provide for certain spheres and certain sectors of society at the same time, that is not where my ultimate provision comes. Right. In the same way with security, um, there are politics can promise security. Hey, if this party wins, everything goes down the down the tubes. If this party wins, everything is saved. And so we can feel that our security and our safety is dependent completely on our politics. Mm. That's not where our ultimate security comes from. Our ultimate security comes from God. Yeah, God can overcome. I mean, all politics are are easily in His hands. So yeah. our security comes from God. Identity. Mm. Our identity can come from politics. You know, I can say someone could say, "I am a Democrat," or "I am a Republican," or "I'm a conservative," or "I'm a liberal," or "I'm an independent." You know, yeah. or, or anything in between. It can become an identity, but ultimately, nothing can give our identity beyond uh in a greater capacity than the one who made us and mm -hmm. renames us um uh, two more uh, politics can be the ultimate framework of good versus evil and, mm. and that that's a spiritual category so it can it can feel like politics is the ultimate narrative of good versus evil my yeah. party is the good trying to overcome the other party which is the bad but God tells us there is a higher battle that is yeah. not of this world that is the ultimate a narrative of good versus bad. Lastly, and, and I think this is one of the most important ones, politics can easily masquerade as the thing we are putting our hope in. Mm -hmm. So we can think about the hope for our city, our state, our, our community. We can put our hope in politics that yeah. if politics wins, that is where our hope is. Um, but that is not where hope is. Our hope mm. is in Jesus Christ who overcame the grave. He is our living hope. He defeated death and he reigns for all time. And so yeah. that is ultimately where our hope is. Politics can sneak up and share the throne in our, in our lives by being, um, a good thing that becomes an ultimate thing. Yeah. Um, one of the other things that comes to mind as you talk about identity, how politics can become this identity for us is it also can create this community that we feel like yes. oh, I belong to this mm -hmm. community. I am a part of this party. And the challenge with that is it, when that gets elevated above and beyond your Christian identity as a yes. follower of Jesus, your citizenship is is out of whack, yeah. right? Our citizenship first being as those who are citizens of heaven. And, and what I'm hearing you say in that definition of um, an idol can be a good thing that we make ultimate mm -hmm. uh, of saying some of these things like, yes, God gives us wisdom for having just systems yes. that no doubt if you're a Christian and you're engaging in some level in the city or in the state in, in some way, you're going to want to implement those and, and, and do those in a way that honors the Lord and is fueled by God's wisdom. But that good thing becomes an ultimate thing when we see that as our ultimate hope, that everything will rise and fall depending on the result of this election. Yes. And it's as if we've completely excluded the higher King of Kings and Lord of Lords who is sovereign and working over and yes. through all of it. Yeah, working, and he's not separate. He's working through it. The mm -hmm. Bible is explicit in Romans 13. There is no ruler or authority except by God. Yeah. 
Proverbs is clear. Every ruler and authority, a kings, their hearts are in the hands of God, right. and he's channeling that. And how all that works, I don't know, because there's some some really wicked leaders but that God calls um, holds accountable. Yeah. So how all that works, we don't know. But what we do know is Jesus is very actively reigning and ruling down into the details of our society. Yeah. And his reign and rule over our lives mm -hmm. is the primary framework that then uh, influences everything else. That's good. And so what are then, so if that's kind of what makes politics such a potent idol and a temptation mm -hmm. for us to worship, what are what are the if you could describe what are the challenges for Christians as we're thinking about engaging as being sure. citizens of the United States in our context uh, as first and foremost citizens of heaven? What do we need to watch out for in terms of how should we engage or how shouldn't we? I should say too. Yep, absolutely. So I think there are two ways that politics can show up as an idol. Um, two primary ways. Maybe this is like a continuum. But on one side, it is total separation. So it would be like, hey, I've got my faith here and I've got my politics here. They're just two separate boxes. And my uh, my faith doesn't really influence my politics at all. Yeah, um, That would then be kind of like politics is sharing a throne with Jesus. So like Jesus in my life should influence everything I do. It influences right. every relationship. It influences every how I go to work. Mm -hmm. It influences how I all parts of me. There's no parts that is off limits for Jesus. So my relationship with Jesus should influence my politics. And I should uh, on mission for Jesus be uh, doing his work through things like how I vote. The other extreme is syncretism. So it is over blending my faith with my politics. It's mm -hmm. not Jesus is first and he's influencing my politics. It's the syncretism of the two. It's the blending of the two. And just to define that word really quickly, syncretism is the, the term for when faiths get blended together. Yeah. A common example of that would be at least in the uh, Caribbean context, South Florida context, Santeria or voodoo, where a lot of times you'll see like a blending of the Catholic faith with an animistic religion. Um, and so you have like almost like a, um, like a witchcraft, um, with, uh, under a facade or under the labels of like Catholic saints. Right. And so it's a blending of those two. That's a historic example of two things that get blended politics and faith get blended often and that's yeah. historically true that's why so many emperors and pharaohs and kings were worshiped as gods or demigods yes. it's because politics and faith can get blended together and so when those things get confused when i have a political when my and it can get to a place where my politics are then influencing my faith and where it seems like there you know, those mm -hmm. two things are completely blended that is another form of idolatry yeah so then we need to watch out for not completely compartmentalizing our faith from how we think politically, how we view certain issues, approach mm -hmm. them. Our faith should inform how we approach those as it does every other area of our life. And at the same time, we shouldn't overblend in a syncretistic way, yeah. confusing politics and religion mm -hmm. as though they're, they're this one thing altogether and having them bleed into each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so then if if those are kind of the two things we need to be cautioned against, what is the way forward? What are what are some maybe can you preview some sure. of what we'll talk about even in this series? Yep, that's great. Uh, and I, I agree with that recap. Um, I Here's kind of where we're going. Some of the subjects that we've got to think about 
is because it would be easy to say of, oh, well, I'm not doing either of those extremes. But I think it's important for our own faithfulness to Jesus, first of all, but also for our own spiritual health to, to not just be like, no, no, I'm fine. And however I'm engaging politics is fine. No, like let's let the scripture speak to us, um, correct, train, rebuke. Let's let it, I mean, let's grow so and, and grow more in the image of Jesus. So these are the types of things we all should deeply be looking at in our lives. What is first one would be like, what is our first allegiance? Mm-hmm. Do we, do we, the basic framework that we view society and the world, is it a political framework, either uh, a one party or the other, or is it first and foremost, a biblical worldview? And if I can't differentiate the two, then, then that's, that's a challenge and we need to push into yeah. that. How do we then take a higher view of a biblical worldview and then critique over our politics? And if, you, if we have a political affiliation, if we're part of a political party, can we effectively critique our political party based on the biblical worldview and, and the gospel? Right. Um, so for, first allegiance to Christ. Uh, secondly, is like looking at the fruit in our life. This is one of the most um, obvious ones, most helpful ones, and maybe the most neglected. The fruit of my engagement should, uh, with the Lord, ultimately should be love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, right. goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. If I'm not those things, if I'm not gentle, if I'm not self-controlled, if I'm not loving, I'm not full of joy, I'm not full of peace, on and on, well, then I'm reaping bad fruit. Right. So like that's a, that should be a warning sign. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, we'll talk about um, hope. Like, what's my emotional state? We're going to talk about this in the series. Like, at the other end, the day after the election, if I'm overly elated and full of joy as if, like, it's the second coming, that's concerning. If I'm overly depressed and demoralized and have lost all hope, that's also concerning. And yeah. so where kind of reading my emotional state for where my hope is, um, lastly, relationships. What's the dividing line in my relationships? Mm. You know, it is is this what breaks down relation? Can I not overcome this difference? Mm-hmm. That's concerning because I may be having the wrong first and foremost allegiance and the wrong first and foremost tribe. And and we're going to talk about how Jesus does a miracle of, of unity. That's great. And so then. If that's where we're kind of heading, that's what we hope to be able to discuss over the next several episodes. Just what would you leave us with today uh, as we wrap up this first one? So here's what I would say is be willing to go on this journey authentically and on this very difficult, touchy subject. Just in the privacy of your relationship with the Lord, allow him to speak and correct. And so I would just say... Um, for, and for the sake of your spiritual health and for the sake of your faithfulness before the Lord is pray. And I would say two, two potential takeaways from today's episode. One is just pray and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal if there is either an over-separation or an over-blending and if there's any idolatry there. And just consistently, maybe for this next week, pray and ask God to expose that idolatry in your heart and to use um, the scriptures we're going to look at through this series to... to um, to shape you. Second thing is if you're very heavily involved in politics and you have a suspicion that there may be too much, or maybe you're just open to the possibility that it may be somewhat becoming an idol, consider fasting it. Mm-hmm. Consider fasting politics for a month, a couple months, a week. And if that seems absolutely unthinkable, now maybe you're a politician and you're at, or you work for a politician and that like literally you can't for your job. 
but maybe there's a way you could fast some of what your, your intake is. Otherwise, if you are just a politically minded citizen, uh, which is great, that's a good thing. But if you're worried it might be coming more of an ultimate thing than you're comfortable with, then consider fasting. If that sounds unthinkable to fast politics or political engagement for a season, that's concerning. And I would yeah. say that that should um, raise the alarm a little bit more um, because we, we should be able to lay anything uh, aside from the Lord down for a season of, of prayer and fasting. Yeah, that's good. Well, we hope that, that either of those two applications, prayer, consider fasting, changing your, your news diet, political sure. diet for a season, uh, would be a helpful place to start as we begin having these conversations, learning together and looking to the scripture as our guide. Well, we hope that this has been helpful to you. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the City Rev Life podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the City Rev Life podcast. Feel free to subscribe or leave a rate and review. If you want more content or additional resources, head to cityrev.org or download our app. We hope you have a great day.